The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Number three movies of all time? Domestic. US. Domestic, yeah, US. The Titanic. Which is low yeah. key. I don't, and know I'll you guys have, I don't know if you guys have seen the. It's, uh, it's Star Wars Avatar Titanic. I mean, Star Wars Avatar Black Panther. Oh, Star Wars made more than Avatar? Oh, yeah. Force Awakens? Yeah, yeah. It made like $930 million. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, it almost made a billion. Wow. Just domestic. I didn't know it made that much yeah, money. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy. But like, but foreign, it only made like one point two billion or something. Let me tell you, it was um, I've been I've been pulling a Braylock and like not watching um, Infinity War trailers, but I just happened to catch one. I happened oh, to catch like they're two. They're so long now. They are super long. They're super like long. three minutes long. I'm, but, like they tell the entire story. Well, no, no. But did you hear what the director said? They were like, so I'm, I'm not my, watching them. Of oh, course. my. F- I haven't been watching them either. I've well, been. I've been just like. I I've I when the trailers come on, I close my eyes and I put my ear. I literally do the most childish thing. I put my fingers in my ears and I go la 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 la. And then people next to me are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm not watching this trailer." But I do that for three straight minutes because that's how long the trailer well, is. Well, apparently, everything's fake. Like apparently, like even it, even when right. I was at Marvel, they uh-huh. were like, and again, I know y'all probably I don't know yeah. if you guys read the letter from the directors, but they're like, "Yo." They're gonna have screenings coming up, and they're like, we're not showing the actual movie to people. They're like, we're showing like snippets and things that may end up in the final. Because they're like, uh, it's been like four years technically since they wrote it. They're like, we don't want people to know what the real story is about. And they're like, the trailers are like, you know, to get people enticed. But they're like, some of the things you see in the trailer may not even be in this movie. So don't be mad because they're like, we just don't yeah, want and, to spoil it. Well, I hope so. And also why. Why are they doing the little those extra screenings? Like that is I don't understand well, because that. They, because because they um, want to know which cut of the movie they're gonna put. Well, they were they were saying they were saying they shot a bunch of different. They shot a main movie, but they shot a bunch of auxiliary stuff because they're like we have to screen something to get people right. excited, but we don't want people spoiling it and even giving reviews. And if you notice it, which is really funny, is that the reason I'm bringing this up is because now that Black Panther is like number three domestically. uh I, again, I don't know what the plan was for these movies, but these last two trailers, Matt, 
I think T'Challa is doing the voiceover. Like, it's not even Tony Stark. It's <laughs> him. And it's like, it'd be cuts of other people talking. And it's like, it's just him and Okoye literally cracking jokes. So it's like the trailer went from being like all these Avengers to like just Wakanda highlights. <laughs> it's like, I thought. Yeah, the- I mean, that makes sense though. Like, DC did the same thing with with wonder woman yeah that's true but like they were like okay this is our this is our current money maker uh let's let's not look at batman right now i mean i didn't expect it that heavy like if you look at the posters and again hear me out like i do think you know they probably banked on black panther because clearly i think they thought it was gonna do well yeah i don't think they thought thought it was gonna do as well as it's doing they didn't i don't think they thought it was gonna be the highest grossing Marvel's movie. Not over Avengers. <laughs> like, not over but I, Avengers. I do think they thought it was going to, like, do what... I thought, like, probably better than, like, Doctor Strange yeah, and Guardians. Sure. and Because yeah. it's like, even watching the posters, it's like, wait, y'all got Siri and Okoye on these posters? Like, they got... There's a poster with uh, uh, Shuri, and she's front and center, and Captain America is behind her. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, what is happening that, like, this girl is now front of Captain America in this poster? <laughs> yeah. Did you do a double take? D- when you saw were the we poster? we recording this? Oh, God damn. No, I'm just saying, when you saw the poster, were you like, whoa, 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 what? A double take. <laughs> You're just going to keep saying it. <laughs> A double... Nick, start the show! Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City! You ain't keeping it real. You ain't a represent... Yeah, yeah, came in at Rella. I didn't know you were gonna do lines. Is that the new thing? No, no more sound effects. You just <laughs> you ain't a representative. It's highlights. Just highlights. <laughs> pull quotes from the movie. Uh, hello, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan, and my name is James the Third. Oh, it really never gets better. Okay, we are like, honestly. Yeah, no, you're absolutely better. right. This is a film podcast. We uh, talk about films with leading black actors and discuss them through the lens of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yeah, and we may <laughs> make a joke or two, maybe laugh and laugh because you know we like to keep it light. Hee <laughs> ha ha ha. Okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to hype man you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and. Um, the film we are doing today is the 2001 film Double Take. I know pro- some of you probably did a double take where you saw this pop up in your podcast feed. You're like, what is this a movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. Uh, but uh, it does star Orlando Jones and Eddie Griffin. Now... We were talking about one of the reasons we're doing this movie is because, and I believe I'm correct. What this is the only film in which Orlando Jones is the lead of the movie. That's true because he wasn't the lead of Drumline. Wasn't the lead of Drumline. I mean, but is he the lead of this movie? I, I mean, mean it's, a, it's definitely it. a, it's definitely like a co-lead movie, but he's like, like he's, the yeah, protagonist. He's the guy. 
you know, he's the main, he's the protagonist, right? Like, he's the main character. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, what else? You know, I don't know. I mean, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Bad Boys. It's yeah. like, you know, like, it's starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, but it's like, you know, it's the two of them. Which right. came out 23 years ago. How crazy is that? Uh, that is crazy. So, I mean, just to set you, uh, the, what, we, what we're talking about, we're not doing this yet. But I want the audience to know, even though this will probably come out weeks from now, but uh, from the recording, what we want to maybe do in the future is talk about leading black actors who only got to lead maybe one or two movies and kind of review their whole, the whole context of their filmography, if you will, and maybe some supporting character roles that, you know, prop them up but then they never you but know we want to we want to know what's up i feel like they didn't get that hit like if this would have been a hit we might have seen more of orlando jones right if it was a hit but this was not right right this wasn't a hit it uh it cost it, it, we don't know exactly but i saw like somewhere like 24 million or something like that it doesn't, it doesn't cost five thousand <laughs> yeah yeah 24 24 million uh no there's some money in this Eddie it, Griffin's perms. <laughs> like, what do we? It uh, it it grows. There was definitely money. No, there was definitely spot. money in this. There's like some explosions. There's a lot of props. I mean, that last scene of like actual, you know, military helicopters I, that had to cost some money. I don't remember anything, and I just watched it <laughs> an hour ago. Uh, the other the other <laughs> thing is uh, the other thing is I mean, oh yeah, so it cost about twenty four million. It made thirty one million. It you know. I made money. It like this. premiered at like, like number four, I think, when mm-hmm. it came out. Uh, number one when it premiered was Save the Last Dance. Hey man, that was an interracial dating. We got to do that movie. We sometime. definitely got to do that movie. Uh, but uh, this is also this is like the apex, like the height of both. I think Orlando Jones and oh, yeah. Griffin's career, not the movie itself, but this time yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for you sure. know. Uh, and the funny thing is, Orlando Jones really did. I was like trying to like look through his filmography, and I was like, "What was it really? The Seven Up commercials that made him pop?" And I think it really was. Wasn't he on Mad TV though? He was on Mad TV for for two seasons. Apparently, he was a writer mm. before he was on Mad TV. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he wrote. Uh, oh, hold on. Let's see. I'm gonna pull it up because I was like, "Wait, what? He's a writer." Um, and and a producer too. He like produced some show. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> He was on a he was on Mass TV from ninety-four to ninety I mean ninety-four to yeah, ninety-five, those two seasons. And okay, here we go. Writer for I think it was a different world, I wanna say. Yeah. He was a writer for a different world. Wrote two episodes. Must wow. have been on like the, A Different World? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool, man. Isn't that crazy? Hey. And I, and he was a writer and producer for the Sinbad show. I remember that. It had, like, Sinbad show had like one season or two yeah. seasons. Uh, and then like he did the Seven Up commercials. He was in so many. He was in movies with like in like small mm. kind of things. Like uh, apparently he was in Magnolia. What was he? Yeah, I don't know. I never saw that movie. You I, guys see that movie? It's a great movie. James, wait. Uh, no, no, never. Seen it's that. no who? Because it's it was like one of those stories that had like intersecting intersecting storylines. Right. Tom Cruise is in that, right? I mean, that might have been one of Tom Cruise's best, like, best yeah. roles. 
Uh, he was in Office Space. I do remember him in Office Space. Do you remember him in Office Space? No. He was like, yeah, he just, he's the guy selling magazines or something. Yes, he's like selling magazines. It's such a small role. I don't remember him at all. In but it. he was kind of like a he was like a jerk, like kind of like a jerk guy in that. Oh, right. He, it was a very small part. Uh, I mean, I don't even remember it being a part. It was like <laughs> I'm selling. He shows up in like one scene and then he's gone. Yeah, I think that's he's, all I remember. Yeah, he's in like maybe two scenes or whatever. He's appar- he was apparently in this movie from dusk till dawn three. <laughs> what is it from dusk till dawn three? Is it dusk till dawn two? I think these are straight to DVD. But then he was in the replacements. Do you guys I, remember, I remember that? I remember that. I remember that. I, remember he, that. I think because he was like a pretty big part in that. Yeah, it, it was like it was him. Like yeah, he was like one of the three leads for sure. Yeah, for sure. And this is in the middle of the Seven Up commercials. This is right. This is in the middle of that that campaign. This is 2000. It was like Orlando Jones. Oh my God, that's the dude from Seven Up. Oh, he's in the Replacements. Oh, that's an interesting movie. That movie kind of bombed. By the way, I looked that Which up. One? Replacements? Replacements. It was so fun. I I remember liking it too, but it bombed. Wow, it was so fun. Uh, then he was in a bunch of roles in the movie Bedazzled. Yeah, because he was the friend. Right, he was the friend. Uh, yeah. that movie also didn't do so hot. Yo. Elizabeth Hurley, I was in love with almost at all. That was uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser, right? Yeah, it was. Brandon yeah, Brendan Fraser. It was a fun movie, though. Yeah, but here's the thing: on paper, he must have been like. Think about this: the replacements with Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. who just did The Matrix, mm-hmm. and you must have been like, "Oh my god!" Like this is gonna be a hit, yeah. a hit. And then he's in Bedazzled with, with like Elizabeth Brendan, Hurley, and Elizabeth Brendan Hurley, Fraser. and Brendan Fraser. They're they're huge at this time. Like yep. the Mummy just come out, and Austin Powers. He was in Mag- he was in like a I mean probably very small but role he was but still he was in still it. in Magnolia with Tommy. And then he and he had like Evolution came out later this year in 2001 when Double Take came out uh, with David Duchovny. X-Files was huge. And like someone directed that who was big too. Like I remember Evolution being a big deal. It just didn't it do was well. Ivan Reitman. Oh yeah, Ivan Reitman. Yeah, it was Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. Um Yeah, I mean like that was dope. I remember being so excited for Evolution and then not liking the movie. And I think that movie also bombed. But Julianne... I still like... I, I like Evolution. I think it's... I think it's oh, it definitely I bombed. I think it's fun. Well, Julianne... I mean, sure, it bombed and probably should have, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> but... Uh, and then the other... And then, you know, he was the star of Double Take. And then in 2002, he was in The Time Machine with Guy Ritchie. He was in that? Yeah. Another. Yeah. I was excited about his role in this. I couldn't wait to see what he was doing, and then he didn't do much, but it was still cool. He had a couple scenes. Also, right. Time Machine is a good movie. People just hated on it. Well, that movie bombed, whether you like it or not. It just did not do well. It definitely bombed. I was obsessed. It definitely bombed. <laughs> it was a good movie, and and then yeah, court, it was. It was good. <laughs> he was in Drumline, which actually was did was a hit. It was a hit, but it was a black movie, and Nick Cannon got credit for it. And of course, Nick Cannon got credit for it, but and of course, but Nick Cannon's career—we talked about that—didn't really pop off in terms of yeah. mo- like leading also, movies that much movie, after this. My thing about Nick Cannon is that Nick Cannon, after doing Drumline, did a bunch. He did, I, I, he did what I think. Uh, who we probably will talk about at one point, Cuba Gooding. The movies right. he did after the big movie weren't good movies, and the thing that might have sucked is that he may have done. Those two like crappy movies before Drumline came out, or like wow, you know, 
Right. But it was like they just happened to come afterwards and it was like, oh, you had this great movie and these other two movies look dumb as hell. Right. <laughs> you know. And so, and then in 2003, he was in Biker Boys. I remember that. That was not a hit. That was not a hit. It, that movie cost $24 million and only made $23 million. That was not a good And movie. that's not including, you know, advertising or whatever. That was not a good And then movie. it's like he was like a bit part in Runaway Jury. Uh, and then the dude kind of fades. All right, cool. So I'm done talking about Orlando Jones. Can we talk about Atlanta? Can we so talk about an episode sad. of Atlanta? Because that was good. But I no, haven't seen. I haven't been watching this season yet. We're not so talking we about Atlanta. Talk about that. I mean, it's we I got, have a movie well, review we should, podcast. What we should be doing is we put that on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I have nothing to say about this movie. So let's do, let's uh, let's do initial thoughts. I'll go double first. take. I mean, oh, and I guess the setup the setup for this is movie. Is there a setup? No, there is. The setup is essentially there's a Wall Street dude who gets caught up in some. Some kind of Which ring, doesn't even make sense. drug ring maybe thing. And he's being followed by this dude, Eddie Griffin, who seems to be like just this streetwise, smart, fast talking dude who's like helping him out on the run. Right? Like that's kind of the premise. Man, I'll go first. I remember seeing this movie when I was a kid. And it's so funny watching something as a kid and not liking it. And then watching something years later and hating it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Because when you're a kid, because <laughs> there's you're, something funny about well, that. Well, because when you're a kid, when I, I was a like, kid, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I rem- I remember watching this movie in in this time as an adult. Mm-hmm. Within the first five minutes, be, like not giving a shit. Like I'm, I mean, it, I mean, not, not even maybe the first five minutes. It might have been the first time Orlando Jones walked out and was talking to the doorman, and I was like, I give no fucks about this movie instantly. Because one, I don't like movies where like the the black person who's smart is like corny and like. Oh, look at him. He sounds so white, but like he's black. Oh, this is cool. He doesn't know what black people go through. Then like the street talking dude is like, man, you white as hell. You don't get it. Like, where'd you go to Harvard or Stanford? Which I'm pretty sure Orlando Jones went to in this movie. Um, Honestly, uh, I remember watching it as a kid being like, eh, I don't like this. But I remember the quote that James just said, like that. Yeah, it came in that rail. I'm like, oh, that's funny. And watching it now, it's like, oh yeah, that's funny. And that's the only part that I remember about like honestly, watching this movie, I was very upset mm-hmm. because I stopped watching this movie because I was watching um the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta for the second time. And I was like, oh, I gotta watch this goddamn movie. So I stopped watching Atlanta to watch this movie. And I was like, I could have just kept watching Atlanta. Oh my god. I could have like on no, for real. Like, I'm like, I there's rarely movies that we review that I question if I can get away with not watching it and getting through the podcast. <laughs> like legit. There I mean, was a moment. <laughs> there was a moment that I was like, maybe I can just not watch this and just go back to watching Teddy Perkins. Like this movie felt like a waste of my life. It not only felt like a waste of my life, it also felt like, you know what? I want to learn from this movie. I want to be like, hey, drop, when you get on, make sure you have like someone else bet your movies, man. Make sure when scripts come through, like, maybe not you, maybe not the agents. Send it to your boys back home. Let mm-hmm. them say, hey, is this a corny-ass movie? Get some feedback. Because there's no reason they thought this movie was great. Mm. The opening credits was bad. Like, n- the I don't me- even remember what they opened. Exactly. Because it was, was dumb as hell. It was like, just a, it was like, it was like them following, I guess, the drug dealer dude. Oh, dude, like, I do want to talk about that. I was like, what are, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Anyway, I'm not going to harp on this too long. 
again, I want to let everybody know, I would rather talk about the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta. So tweet at me. Cool. Because that would be way more interesting than talking about this damn movie. What even happens at the end? I feel like there was a shootout. Yeah, I don't... But was. wasn't there... I don't know, man. All right. You guys go next. I'm going to read about Teddy Perkins' episode as we do this podcast so I can make <laughs> sure I don't fall asleep. Should I go, should I go James? Nick, did you see it? Yeah, did you see ahead. the Atlanta episode, episode six? Google it. So, uh, Episode six of Atlanta. So uh, I, was the one, I was the one who suggested doing this movie. I saw it... Um, I saw it when it came out in theaters. And I remember, I remember liking it, but also being like, this is the most confusing movie. Uh, and so re-watching it, um, I really love it. Uh, <laughs> how? <laughs> I, I want to listen to how, bruh. I just think it's so much fun. Uh, I think Orlando Jones is so good and Eddie Griffin is so, so funny in this movie. And, and it's like, the the plot is like comical because there are so many twists. There are so many twists and turns that it makes no sense. But it's like it's funny. Like I don't know. It's like are you supposed to take this movie seriously? It's like a comedy. Just so you know, I see you totally differently right and now. Like, <laughs> and like and like I hear what you're saying like there was a little bit of that like this black guy is kind of white and this is the one who's keeping it real. But I feel like they subvert that like. They like kind of start to play with that a little bit, but I think like, you know, in like the scene where they're like doing like a dance off, like they're showing like no these both and like he's like no I'm from DC like it's like no he's black too like they and like and then you realize like Eddie Griffin isn't like that street like and then at the end he's like I'm actually from Malibu like I feel like they were actually making a commentary on all of the movies that were happening around that time where they did want to be like this is the real brother and this is not like. You know, I, I feel like they were like playing with that kind of image and not and not trying not trying to, you know, uh, just play into the stereotype. Like I like and then the other thing is like Orlando Jones is such I just feel like he's such a versatile actor. Like he can do a lot of different. Th he can be the straight man, but then he can like, you know, when he's doing like when he's pretending to be Eddie Griffin, like it's so funny. Uh and it's just silly. I don't know. It's just like, I guess, and I, there were things that, there were a lot of things that I couldn't, I actually remember starting this movie and being like, all I know, I was like, I know nothing is what it seems, but I forgot like who was what and what was what, like so much so that like there were some twists that happened where I was like, yeah, I knew that was coming. And then other twists that happened, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. John, like, I, I don't believe you right now. Bro. I'm serious. There's like, no way. There's John, like 12 twists in John, this I movie. don't, I don't, I don't, but James, if you can see his face, but I, I don't, I don't believe what you're saying. I follow, like, uh, but I can explain it. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if a logic actually tracks. It, it's kind of one of those things where it does it so many times that like, I think like the movie's just trying to say like, these kind of movies are inherently silly and dumb, so let's have fun with it. But they're not. It's 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 more of a subtle satire and a subtle parody instead of like a, an overt one, like Undercover Brother. You know, um, man, I I don't know why I just like this movie. I don't know why it's rated so bad. It's like eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, you don't. I don't. I don't believe you like this movie, bro. No, I really do. That's why I suggested it. All right, James. 
I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, really I am like so, so here's the thing. Uh, James. James. Here's the thing. Okay. James. This don't do movie. This. James, mm-hmm. don't do uh, this. What's going to happen? I don't. I genuinely don't know what James is about to say. This movie might be perfect. Okay? <laughs> Yo, this is unreal. <laughs> here's why. Wait, here's wait, why. wait, 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 wait. Here's why. Wait, here's wait, why wait. this movie might be perfect. Wait, wait. Oh, time out. Let me just explain. Time out. Time out. Before, ex- before you, before I let, I'm gonna let you finish. Like honestly, is this a bit? Was, I didn't is this think a, he was gonna one up me. Hey, yo, time crazy. out. Hey, time out. Time out. Time out. Is this a perfect? bit? Perfect. Is this a bit? Or are you? Me, are you for real? Gerard, let me explain. So you're for real right now. Let me explain. You're like, Gerard, let me explain. Let, him explain. let, me, let explain. him explain. Let me explain. Because I understand how you feel. Let him explain. <laughs> yo, you got to let him explain. I can't do this. You got to let him explain. But this movie might be perfect. Here's why. Here's yo, why. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening? In 1999, okay? Take you, take yourself back. Take yourself back. Right. It's 1999. Mm-hmm. It's December. Mm-hmm. It's maybe cold, depending on where you are in the, in the United States. What is happening? And there are trailers on TV. Right. Okay? And it's the Seven Up guy, mm-hmm. and it's Eddie Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they are doing literally the pinnacle of comedy, which is, which is this: Look at how black this person is. Look at how white this black person is. Ooh, can they switch? Ooh, what's happening? That's the trailers. Those are all the trailers. That's all you're seeing. You're not seeing. You don't know any of the. You don't know any of the like. Espionage, you don't know any of that stuff. Right. All right. you know <laughs> is it's Orlando Jones who is killing it in the seven up commercials, and Eddie Griffin, who is a hilarious stand-up, and they are in a movie together. And I am literally dying every single time I see one of these commercials. This is in 1999, okay? Mm-hmm. I never see this movie. I never see it. <laughs> I never see it the whole time. Like, like I was excited. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I see it for the first time a year ago, and they are the stuff that they're doing in it is like the movie's like dumb as hell, right? It's a very dumb movie, <laughs> but I, I they're doing things that, that no, but they are really doing things that are like it's like this is what comedy was in 1999 and in 2000. Can Orlando Jones change? Can Eddie Griffin change? Oh, he's you know he's talking with the. With a, you know, like with a British accent to be a black, white guy. Like, uh, anyway, uh, there's a lot about this movie that I think I hate and never want to see. <laughs> like, can, cannot watch, cannot stomach. But the movie might be a perfect movie. It might be a perfect movie. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. I don't want to do this podcast. That's hilarious. Like, I don't, like, I, the thing is, listening to John's, like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. I well, want to break this down. Like, yeah, let's break it I down. don't know what y'all like. Thing is, I don't. Well, let's I talk don't about know what y'all like. It. Let's talk about it. The movie starts out. It makes no sense because what happens is there's some guy getting his shoes shined at like midnight. <laughs> it's like utterly dark outside. Yep. He's getting his shoes shined, and then he goes home. Why would you get your shoes shined right before you go home in the middle of the night? Nobody knows. The guy who shines his shoes has a cell phone hidden in his shoe shine box. Why? I I don't know. He doesn't need to have a cell phone hidden. It's not weird that he has a cell phone. He could have had it anywhere. But anyway, he pulls it out. He calls somebody. We don't know who. Nope. The guy gets home. He steps on a squeak toy. Gets scared. A little setup. Get scared. Gets scared by the squeak toy. And we get scared too because we're like, what's happening? We know I was, something. I wasn't scared. 
And then he walks into his house and somebody's there and he looks surprised and we hear a gunshot. And then, boom, the movie starts and we're in New York. So we have no idea what that was. And to be honest with you, it's not until right now as I'm explaining it that I now realize, oh, that was the governor. But I didn't know that until Yeah, just- yeah, that's the governor. Yeah. An American governor? No. You have to like, no, no, the... the- you know the Mexican governor. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We'll cut. It's okay. I literally didn't realize that until just right, just in this moment, talking about this movie. I was like, "Oh wait, that's what that was." Because yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. That's why. So uh, I had to watch this again. I had to watch the beginning again. I've seen this movie maybe two and a half times this year, <laughs> but I had to watch the that beginning no of it sense. again because the beginning. Is th- is like when most of the weird twists are set up. So like, if you're not paying s- like so much attention, like you have to be only focused directly on this movie, eyes wide open, scanning every inch of the screen to to really take in everything that's happening. Right. But that's one of the things that like you'll completely miss if you if you were but, looking at it. Like, but, yeah. But it but it it's it's crazy because you. N- for, just like you were talking about the trailer and like the poster of this movie, you just don't know that that's what this movie is going to be about at all. Yeah, you have no idea what it's going to be about. Hey, producer Nick, did you Google um, Teddy Perkins? Did okay. you Google it? You ain't Google it yet? <laughs> all right. Uh, so then we're in New York. Orlando Jones comes out of his building. Man, this movie is so like you said, he, he you know, he's, he, everybody, lo- everybody who he works for loves him. So damn corny. You know the he, amount of money, the amount of money that we experience that he has in his first like line is insane, right? Yeah, <laughs> like he comes out and he's like, and he's like, courtside tickets to the Nick. Where's your driver? I left him. I uh, you know, gave him the day off. Fifteen thousand a month. <laughs> he goes fifteen thousand a month. I gotta listen to this. There's just it's just it's literally like every single one of his lines is like I'm rich. <laughs> like it's like what. Yes. Why? <laughs> he has so much money. He has it's so, so crazy. He has so much money. He gives his doorman courtside tickets to, to the, the Knicks. Knicks. And he tells him to say what's up to Spike for me. And then the guy says, Oh, you know I'm gonna do the right thing. Which is amazing. That's a very John <laughs> joke. That's a very Braylocky joke. I stood up in my house and I started clapping. That sounds like a very Braylock joke. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I like I said in my first initial. Uh, this movie right. was much longer than I thought it was. It was an hour and thirty minutes. Actually, without the credits, yeah, it was like one twenty. Was it's it so short? That was yo. It's eighty-eight minutes. It's eighty-eight <laughs> minutes. It's this, such a short yo, movie. I thought this fucking movie was Lord of the Rings long, bro. Like at, at this. Wait, Gerard, for real? No, yo. no, no. Uh, for, for real, I said I said out loud. Forty five minutes into the movie, I was like, I said to Cat, "Can you believe an hour has passed?" <laughs> like, yo. Yo. like no, yo. it felt like the movie was through. It felt like the movie was about to end. And I was like, "Oh, we're we're forty five <laughs> minutes into this." Movie. There were so many moments during this movie. I was like, "Oh, oh, it's over!" And then another twist would happen, and I'm like. Just in the movie, yo. So, it's so much. It's crazy because it's so short, but so much happens. So much <laughs> happens. Yo, I just want people to but understand. It moves, but the thing is, it like, it doesn't, dude. No, it, it does. It is so long. At this point, at the, hear me out. I'm I, like, I'm not gonna crap on this movie the whole time. 
But at this point, this maybe minute five or six. It felt like 20 minutes to me, bro. Like, I was so... At this point... Wait, I meeting was, the character? Yo, the mo before you even see the shot of, like, him Eddie? noticing Eddie Griffin, I was like... How long have I been watching this thing? Well, no uh, way. Right. No way. Like, Gerard, Gerard, no, no like, way. I promise you. I promise <laughs> That's you. That's only because of opening credits. There, no movies today have opening credits anymore. It's a thing of the past. So that, that adds to it. Okay, opening credits feels long. Now, now we see... Now, we, we meet these two immediately. Orlando Jones comes out of the building. He establishes the fact that he's super rich and that he's kind of a little bit of a dick because he's, like, complaining about the music that's happening and the music is just like Eddie Griffin doing by the way hilarious dancing <laughs> to like it's so funny like, his dancing in this scene is so funny I... why are his legs up so high his legs are up <laughs> so high. <laughs> he's doing dancing to like this indian or like boot like i don't know what? What exactly what it was but like this music and like and uh and then and then somebody steals um uh, somebody steals Orlando Jones's briefcase. They start running. Then Eddie Griffin like trips him up, like does this like <laughs> punch karate punches and this like spin kick, knocks the guy out, gets the bag back. The cops come. They think it's Eddie Griffin. They start arresting him. And then Orlando Jones is like, no, that's not the guy. And then he thanks Eddie Griffin, gives him a hundred. And Eddie Griffin's like, oh, thanks, you know, because like things are bad right now. Like things are really bad. You know, my mom got cancer. My mom got cancer. And then he's like, then he gives him a five. <laughs> and he's like, I said cancer. And he's like, and that should cover it. <laughs> that was fun. Establishing but, the chemistry between hey, yo, those two. I'm not going to lie to did you. What, did you I, not I like need, that I need a request. Did you? <laughs> I need a request if we're going to continue this podcast today. I need John Bray like to stop looking me in my eyes. <laughs> and like, that's going <laughs> like, to like get me to like this movie. <laughs> like. There's so there's so much hope in his eyes, like, yeah, right? This is funny. This is good. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, bro, I put my phone all down. Right, all right, all right. Now hear me out. I want people to know. I put my phone down because I legit was reading reviews and theories on the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta. So I'm trying to be respectful. But right now, we've been at this podcast for like 30 minutes and we only five minutes into the Okay, okay. I'm trying to move. I'm I know. Move. But what I'm saying is this movie feels long as hell. All right. <laughs> this movie is fucking. This is this is Lord of the Rings one, two, and three combined. Wait, did you were like you were like, oh, this is corny. Well, to me, it was like honest, honestly. I think the difficult part for me was like I just immediately was turned off of Orlando Jones, right. and I immediately was annoyed because of his character. With, well, I, I was a, I was turned off of Orlando Jones, and I was annoyed by Eddie Griffin just right. instantly. Right. So to me, it was like kind of an uphill battle. And I guess their chemistry of like, yeah, like, I will say you guys are right. They do the thing of like, you know, they have to switch places a little bit. But then I started getting mad because I'm like, they look nothing alike. But then people just assume sure. they were each other. Like, so what is he saying? All wait, black people look alike? I was like, I was just this so annoyed. Movie, this movie hinges on, on people <laughs> not being able to tell any black person apart. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> this, 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 the entire movie is built on... They're black. They are identical. Like, I mean, that's, like, that's literally what happens. What? He's a foot taller than Eddie Griffin is, okay? <laughs> he maybe has hair maybe Wait. as long as... May, only maybe. Wait, but... And... I, bruh, I... Wait, but I, the funny thing is that, yes, you, got, you are both right, but also... But also, the movie doesn't even say that all the time because remember in the scene before they get on the train... 
the cops don't know. Well, I guess it's like they they stop Eddie Griffin because he look because he has the blue suit, but then they it's, look at his face. Yeah, it's so and they're weird. Like, oh, that's not a, that's not him. Yeah, you know yeah, what I exactly. mean. Exactly. Like the movie, the movie, like it's very much Shakespeare. It's very like like oh now they look alike. Oh now they don't. Like the movie just decides. <laughs> it is. It's very Twelfth Night. <laughs> He's a foot. Right. Exactly. It's like now him. they look alike. Oh, but they don't look alike now. Now they at this point they don't look alike. Oh, but here uh, they look exactly alike. It's like okay. It's I like can't. it's like so <laughs> many different times in the movie. There there are people who are like. Oh, that's Eddie Griffin. And then they see Orlando Jones. They're like, oh, wait, no, that's Orlando Jones. But then there are times where people are staring directly at Orlando Jones's face and they're like, that's Eddie Griffin. And, and they're looking at an ID. <laughs> they look, there was one point where I was like, they're looking at an ID of Eddie Griffin and they're looking at Orlando Jones. And yes, he has the same mustache now, but I'm like, not, nothing about these dudes looking like. No, nothing. And then also, like, they act like each other as if that's also going to help. But none of these people know. (laughs) These people know the person. So, like, why do they even do that? It doesn't matter because it's hilarious. Why (laughs) was was Vivica Fox in this? Like, she was wasted. Oh, oh, man. Beautiful. Beautiful black women in this movie. No, again. You're right. Vivica Fox was wasted. Vivica Fox, fancy. I will always call her Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> Fancy was in this. And I'm like, I and if you don't know who Fancy is, if you guys have seen Spider-Man Homecoming, she was the mom in Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, anyway, uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. So, yeah, Nick, Garcelle, you Google the, uh, Teddy. <laughs> Wait, how do you say Garcelle's last okay, name? Okay, so then, oh, what? The, his, his girlfriend, Orlando Jones' girlfriend. Fancy. Yeah. But you know what I remember her from? Fresh what? Prince of Bel-Air. Because she was so... Remember when she was in that? Oh, she was. She I just was... I remember her mainly from Jamie Foxx. Oh, that's right, Jamie Foxx. I remember her mainly from... The, cause that, I mean, because she was like the love interest on Jamie Foxx for a very long time. And that's she, right. Wait, maybe that's actually... Um, uh, she looks so good. Uh, but she was also... Yeah, she was also in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, you were saying... Um, uh, I were was ta- just talking about the part where he's... Um, uh, where he's just like openly chatting with the guy that stole the like it's it, like they're being they're so aggressively he's such aggressively a uh, hoodlum it's like it's it's like so crazy <laughs> that that like and it's very nineties but it's so crazy that they just expect us to believe this is a person this is a human that lives in the world <laughs> like. We're supposed to like really believe like he is who he is, just like openly showing that he was the what like him and the guy who stole the briefcase knew each other, uh, right? And then Orlando Jones sees them and goes to chase after them, and they run away. And so that Orlando Jones goes back to his high-paying job as some Wall Street ex- investment banker, and you know. He's got a, an account that $106 million just entered the account, you know, that day, which seems suspicious. You know, his account, his his uh, secretary, Vivica, a, played by Vivica A. Fox. Uh, I love Vivica. She's the one who tells him at first. He goes, tells his boss. His boss is like, okay, um, yeah, it seems fishy, but like, we need some tickets to this show tonight and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And he goes, okay, great, great, great. Uh, so they go to this lingerie show. Nice. 
I mean, <laughs> and she's there. She's you beautiful. Know. I mean, honestly, she's stunning. She's stunning. That's his, you know, his uh, his girlfriend. Oh, then the then the, the 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 Latina woman is hitting on him, right? And like she sees it and she grabs and like the Latina woman grabs his ass. Also, I don't know, man. What? Wait, wait, say it. I thought this part was like, I get what they were doing, you know, showing this Latina woman. I'm like, clearly she's gonna show up again and she's gonna have some type of importance. Um, I just. I guess I didn't find anything funny. And then when Eddie Griffin shows up, he was again so obnoxious. And I think it's and I think it's something to that where I think there's a thin line between okay, this is the best way to put it. This movie reminded me of trading places a lot, like certain okay. things about it. Um, just because you had like the hoodlum and then the Wall Street person. But yeah. I think, and this is terrible. Like I'm not trying to compare Eddie Griffin to Eddie Murphy, but I guess I am. The way Eddie Murphy played like his con man there was a level of he was grounded a little bit and mm-hmm. i think that's kind of my problem sometimes you know when we do sketches and when yeah. i watch sketch comedy i'm like these characters are really fun but sometimes they become so silly i'm like it's hard for me to just like take this in because there's no there's no well, uh, yes Wait. i agree with you i agree with you and i i actually think that like if this interact if eddie griffin is not in this scene the movie's better like if they cut him out of this scene and we just have the street scene, he shows up at the office and then the next time we see him is at the bottom of the escalators, it's all, the movie is almost better because the character makes a little bit more sense. Him showing up at this party is insane and we do not know why he's there. <laughs> like I, there is there is no reason that he is in this scene. Just, like just for, for him to be crazy is why he's in this scene. But I think without it, the movie is is much better. Two things. One, I completely agree with what James just said. Just as a as a logic plot point, it makes so much more sense for Eddie not to show up here because the fact that he shows up here is like that should ring off bells for Orlando Jones to be like, who? What is this? Why is this guy following me? Like yeah. that's insane. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. How did he even get in here? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and then he like goes up and like does the catwalk. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it, he would have gotten arrested. I mean, he obviously we know why he didn't, I guess, but like it, it's just so bizarre and and completely unnecessary. Like he doesn't learn anything really, except I guess like he sees the other guy, so we can reference that guy yeah. later on. But like it's it's really not. And maybe we can say, oh, he was actually here because he was talking to those people, whatever. But like we don't we didn't need it. The one thing I will say, I do agree that. I agree with you, Gerard, that like Eddie Griffin obviously isn't Eddie Murphy and he's playing them like really crazy. He's playing this character like really crazy. But for the most part, Orlando Jones's character responds like immediately, which I think I think Orlando Jones actually grounds it because usually in movies like this, like the, the other people who are doing it, like in Beverly Hills Cop, when Eddie Murphy does his like crazy thing it's always like against people who are like who allow him to keep going in a way Mm -hmm. in a way that kind of feels somewhat unrealistic and like orlando jones like almost always is like like mm -hmm. like i know you're either lying to me right now or like okay yeah uh uh, vivica do you mind you know uh calling human resources like immediately calls like security on him like he keeps doing these things that to me felt grounded so i was like he's crazy but he's He's crazy in the real world as opposed to like he's crazy and everybody's buying it. 
Like I don't know if Eddie like no like nobody ever buys it. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Uh, except for on the train. But we'll get to that. Okay. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> so so whatever. So we establish those two, and then we and then he goes back to his place, and it's dark in his room. He's trying to turn the light on, and then somebody, you know, knocks him out or punches. You fancy. Know. They punch fancy. Yeah, they punch her. Uh, they <laughs> against this movie. Uh, and then they like then the guy like holds up a knife to his throat and like says something in Spanish and then he gets shot by these two uh, uh, agents. Uh, what's his name? McGear- McGearden or something? Like Man, whatever. It was a white dude. I don't and know. so this white dude and this other uh, like Spanish looking dude and you know they're like, hey, we're actually CIA. We've been tracking this guy. You know, you're you're kind of in a lot of trouble. Here's my card. If anything happens, you know, just call me. Uh, we'll take care of this guy, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, okay, yeah, crazy, all right, oh, my God. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I I was suspicious of this account, you know, so he's kind of buying it. Then he And then the guy shows him some photos, and he's like, these guys are, like, they work for him. Have you seen them before? No? Okay, well, just know they work for him. And so he goes back to his office the next day, and in his office are those two guys that the guy showed the photos of, and he's like, oh, no. And then they see him and he runs and he's like trying to get away. And uh, and then what? Honestly, I don't remember anything. Like legit, like you say, you say in this part, all I remember is him showing up somewhere and someone's dead. And then a woman oh, screaming. Right. Yes. But where, yeah, where that's was the that? Next scene. That's, that's the, next, the scene. next scene. Where was where was that? So he goes, he goes back upstairs I, and he's like, where's my secretary? And they're like, she like. She never came in. And he's like, oh, okay. So he like goes to her place. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And she's dead, right? In the in her bed. Yep. And uh and she and he's like, oh my God. And then there's another guy there. As and cops come to the door at the same time as like the guy who presumably killed uh. the secretary. And then the, they shoot at each other. And so that guy kills both of the cops. But both of the cops kill him. And so all those people are dead. Wow. And then he stands up and he's like, oh, my God. And he like picks up a gun. I don't know why he picked up the gun. I guess because he was scared. No, he kills the bad guy, doesn't he? Is he not no. shooting No. They, no, he doesn't shoot anybody. So, so he, just, he just picked up the gun? He just picks up the gun. He just he, picks up. He, he's yeah. scared. Yeah, he immediately picks up. The gun fall While he's on the ground, the gun falls in front of him. He just stands up with the gun because he's scared. Because he's scared. He's like, holds the gun like to protect himself, I guess. And then he stands up, and then across the hallway, uh, you know, neighbors have opened the door. They see him. They scream. They close the door. And he's like, no, no. And he drops the gun. He's like, no. And then he's like, oh, shoot. They're going to think I killed these cops. So he runs away. And then he gets on the phone, and he calls the CIA agent who gave him the number. He's like, you got to help me. They think I murdered these cops, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Where are you? Uh, I'm here. Like, meet me here. He said, come to Mexico. Oh, you're right. He said, come to Mexico. He said, I can't help you. You have to come to Mexico. You got to come to Mexico? He's in New York. Like, he said, he goes, come to Mexico. Don't use your credit card, your passport, or your ID. Just Just come to Mexico. Mexico. Do you want to have to deal with the NYPD? And I'm like, also. And then he says, and then at some point, Eddie Griffin says, you could take your chances with shoot him 41 times at NYPD. Yeah, that was so funny. What's so crazy is you that we got that NYPD <laughs> shoot a brother 41 times after yo. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what's so sad is we keep, I feel like all these old movies, we keep seeing how 
police treat people and i'm like and how they keep making jokes about police shooting yeah, and, and i'm like man and it's like i just want i just want listeners to know that like what's happening nowadays clearly has been happening for a very long time <laughs> decades like no matter what movie we review it could be two years ago five years ago 10 20, 20. 30 they were still making jokes about cops killing black men with no repercussions uh. NYPD shoot a nigga forty one times. Yo, I, I. It's how much they shot him. I honestly, <laughs> at this point, what happened? Oh, this is when Eddie Griffin meets him in the subway station. In the subway, because he goes to the subway yeah. to take a. You know that. You know that. You know that Penn Station train that, that goes, goes to, to Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Get the fuck. Oh. Oh. There probably is a Penn Station train that can no, go to Mexico. No, it's not, James. You got to trans- transfer. Believe, you don't believe that. You got to tra- transfer a train. James, you do not believe that. Tra- I mean, you got to transfer. James. I mean, you got to transfer. James. James I mean, you got to transfer. James Ezekiel III. I'm saying. I'm saying. James Bartholomew III. So, why is Bartholomew? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here, the funniest thing about this is, I just turned off my brain and didn't care about any of these logic gaps. Why he didn't just take a plane to Mexico? I mean, I guess it's because he had to use it. He ID. had to use his ID. Yeah. But it's like, how long does a train ride to Mexico take? That has to take well, forever. The movie's, the like, movie's also based <laughs> off of a, a movie. Yes. About a about from the fifties about someone going to Mexico and probably yes. took a train. That's exactly in right. that movie. It's like, oh, this is a remake. The train. In, yeah, in a well, it's weird not a remake, way, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, in a weird way, it kind of is. It's inspired off a movie that came out in the fifties about a guy who, st- a Wall Street banker, white guy, obviously, mm. steals money from his firm and gets on this train, meets a dude who's like, uh, just meets this dude, like throws him off the train, takes his identity, and then when he gets to Mexico, realizes that. That dude that he stole the identity from is a wanted criminal, oh, and so then he's on the run, you know, with this, and then uh. he tries to get, find the guy again to like switch back the identity, and then apparently he dies in the end of the movie. <laughs> I mean, I wish that would happen. And there's oh, a dog. Wow. There's like a dog involved too, in that movie too. <laughs> that sounds. That, that sounds. That's interesting. why there's a random dog in this movie. <laughs> like, that sounds. Wait. Interesting. Okay. 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 But Eddie Griffin sees him again. <laughs> Eddie Griffin has been stalking him this entire time. Guys. And Orlando Jones sees a picture of Eddie Griffin in this lineup of this CIA agent that he trusts. And yep. who just says, who doesn't say, by the way, for, for whatever reason, the CIA agent just sees, he's like, wait a minute, I know this dude. I've seen him. I'll testify against him. And he goes, yeah, that's uh, Freddie. What's his name again in the movie? Freddie Tiffany. Freddie Tiffany. He goes, yeah, that's Freddie <laughs> Tiffany. He's crazy. And that's all he said. It's it's insane. It's I mean he that was his chance to literally say anything. <laughs> that was his chance. That's Freddie Tiffany to He's say crazy. anything. <laughs> and so like and because of that, which again, why have his photo in this lineup? It doesn't make any sense because then what happens is Orlando Jones sees Eddie Griffin. In this in this train station, and Eddie Griffin has bags with him, and he's like, "Oh, do you need my help?" 
And Orlando Jones is like, yeah. Why? Why does he trust him? This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms. And they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lay's. Stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. This episode is brought to you by the new strawberry and cream Tic Tac Mints. Iconic. Refreshing. Indulgent. Like this track. That fresh track was by Taylor Parks. Hope you enjoyed it. Pick up a pack of strawberry and cream Tic Tac mints today. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Honestly, dude, I, not- I don't know. And they're, they're so loud all the time. It's like my this my, my first question is why does he trust them and then my second is why do they never stop yelling the rest of the movie? <laughs> You're on the run from the cops, from the FBI, from the CIA, and you are drawing attention to yourself at every turn. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but in this, speaking of being on the run, that uh, one of my favorite lines. From this movie is like <laughs> you on the run from everybody, NYPD, CIA, FBI, UPN. <laughs> he does say no, you pick a nigga that, too at one point. <laughs> he said you pick a nigga. Yeah, UPN, you pick a nigga. <laughs> I that uh, made me so mad. This made me so mad because okay, so this is my pro- my biggest problem with the movie is right, and this is the you know we haven't even gotten to the twist yet, but this is connected to it. So like. Eddie Griffin is CIA or he is FBI or whatever he is. He is, but we're supposed to think that he's like, uh, it's all been an act this whole time. But then he has all this really dumb stuff that like, but his character is also actually an idiot because <laughs> that's when his <laughs> he says that when his cover has dropped, he goes when his cover's dropped. He's like he he says um. He says, uh, yeah, you know, Brazil, all the countries in Mexico. Okay. Why? Like, <laughs> he says that sincerely. No, I thought he said that before he told you. No, he says it after. He says it after. He says all the countries in Mexico after. And then he says NBC, UPN, also after. He goes, he goes, <laughs> you got all the people after you. CIA, FBI, NBC, UPN. It's all after he has right. uh, dropped his cover. I think he's like, he's like, joking with it. I remember, I remember when he said the uh, the thing about all the countries in Mexico. Orlando Jones says, like, I believe that. Like, he doesn't believe him that he's in the FBI. Uh, like, Orlando Jones just doesn't believe that he's in the FBI. Yeah. And then they go to dinner, and at dinner, this is a hilarious scene. This is when you get. Was Odin Orlando Jones this acting is, like Eddie Griffin? And the thing is, like, I thought I was gonna laugh a lot more because I remember the and came in a rail, and I thought it still was funny, but 
ultimately I was even more annoyed with this scene. Like I was just like, and you did it to like a black waiter too. So I was just like, honest. No, well, that no, dude's, no, he's Italian. He's Italian. Yeah. I remember just being like, I, I, I'm not gonna show in this movie again. I feel like I wasted my life watching this movie. Like, I, like even, <laughs> even as I'm thinking about it even more and more, there's certain parts you guys are talking about. And again, I just watched this movie. I just don't, I don't know what was happening. Like, I feel like they had this conversation. Out of nowhere, Eddie Griffin's character had a bunch of money. He was ordering steak. Well, he had like, the money because they switched clothes that he had. He had oh, he had Orlando Jones' money? money in his pocket. Oh. He's like, because he's like, he's like, you're an idiot. He's like, oh, I'm an idiot? I'm wearing your suit. I'm wearing... Yo, watch! I got yo money in my pocket. Oh, I don't even, man! I don't even remember that dialogue at all. I don't. Right. I. <laughs> yeah, I that was very funny. Honestly, that was very funny, guys. This is mid. Are we even at the midway point of this movie? Like at this point, I thought when they got to Mexico, movie was done. By the way, I don't think. Well, they didn't get to Mexico though. Remember? Oh, yeah, right. they're not there yet. <laughs> They're not there yet, it seems and we are like not halfway yo, through the movie yet. This, yo, <laughs> but also it, also it seems it's also I think even when you think they're in Mexico, they're not in Mexico. They're in Texas because there's a part where so basically they're on this train and and then Eddie Griffin. The first twist of this movie is Eddie Griffin's like I'm actually FBI, and Orlando Jones is like I don't buy it, and he's like I am, and Orlando Jones is like I don't buy it, and so at some point or. At some point, uh, uh, he try he knocks he knocks Eddie Griffin out. He goes to throw him off the train. Um, oh, I think the reason is because uh, Eddie Griffin like sets it up where he's like, "Oh, there's this dude like looking at you on the train. That dude's after you." And then you know they knock that dude out and they throw him off the train. And then Orlando Jones like looks out the window and he sees Eddie Griffin talking to that guy and that guy's like, "Why'd you have to hit me?" And he's like, "Shut up, man! It worked." And he also like, "Oh right." And then Orlando Jones is like, "See, he's in on it. You know, he's the one who's chasing me. I got to get away from this guy." So he knocks Eddie Griffin out. He throws him off the train. There's this really funny scene where he throws him off the train, but Eddie Griffin gets up and then <laughs> runs, <laughs> like chases a speeding train down. And like jumps on it, and Orlando Jones is like, "Oh my god!" And then Eddie Griffin gets hit by like a railroad crossing sign. Uh, I thought that was funny, <laughs> dude. And then, and then Orlando Jones gets kicked off the train because the Italian guy, who the Italian train worker, finds the dog, and he's like, "You got to get you have you're in trouble." And he's like, "I am," and he's like, "No dogs on my train," and so he gets kicked off the train. So they're both in like Texas now, I guess. And that's when uh he goes and he like gets like a car. Uh wait, I forgot. How did Eddie Griffin Okay, Eddie Griffin finds him. How? How? Well, we find out later how. We he just uh well, yeah, cuz he track he tracks him, but we he just shows up. He just shows up uh where at the wait, place that he's So going. this is not Mexico. No, no this is not Texas. Not yet. They're not there yet. They're still in Texas. So he, I do have to say though, this one of my favorite parts of the movie is the way that the dog and Eddie Griffin, their relationship, it's so funny. So then yes. when he gets into the car, when he gets into the car and he's like yelling at the dog, the dog is mad at him. 
and it's such a small moment, but it is so fun. Like the like because the whole movie, the dog is like all in love with Eddie Griffin, blah 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 blah, and so then just the dog look that like. The reality is the dog is the only one that could tell the two apart. And I don't know. There's something yeah. <laughs> there's something like yeah. poetic about that to me. Hearing about this movie even more is utter. No, this pain. is great because you're like, okay, what's happening? Who's the bad guy? I don't know. And then they go, wait. It's the white dude. They go to the gas. It's always the old white dude. Right. But they go to the gas station first, right? Oh, is it the gas station? Yeah, and this when they had a uh, damn. Is this yeah. where the dance off happens? Yeah, yes. they go to the gas station. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! This is I know exactly what happens. I know exactly what happens. After after Orlando Jones gets kicked off the train, he gets, uh, he gets a car. He takes the car. He's in Eddie Griffin's clothes. He puts a fake mustache on. He goes to the Mexican border. And while he's at the Mexican border, he's like, hey, I'm Freddie Tiffany. Like, this is the part that James is talking about. Like, why is he acting like Freddie Tiffany? Nobody knows who Freddie Tiffany is. It, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. But he's like, <laughs> but he's like, you know me. Like, I'm Freddie, I'm internationally known. I'm Freddie Tiffany. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, and, and the guy's like, oh, Freddie Tiffany. Okay, yeah, one second. And he, like, makes a phone call. And, like, the guards come. They're like. They have their like machine guns and he's like, and like Orlando Jones is like, what's happening? And he like looks inside the booth and he sees a wanted poster with Eddie Griffin's face. And it's like wanted for killing the governor of Keonia or whatever. And, and Orlando Jones is like, oh shoot. And then takes his car, rams through <laughs> like the checkpoint somehow, gets through like, oh. gets to the checkpoint, like his car gets all shot up. The police are the Mexican police are after him. He like pulls into a junkyard. He like is running in the junkyard, and then Eddie Griffin <laughs> just opens the door to a car. Like he was waiting inside a junkyard car. <laughs> opens the door, knocks Orlando Jones out. A very he knocks a very obvious stuntman out. <laughs> a very <laughs> it is like very obviously a stuntman running down. It's made me so mad. And then he has this funny line. He's like, you want to live? Get in the car. You want to die? Get in the car. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I know how to get us into Mexico. And they go to a gas station. And then when they're at the gas station, they're filling up the gas. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm telling you. I forgot why they even get into this dance. They're like listening to so, okay, this is another issue that I have with the movie because the movie has the audacity to, to make us think that they're really bonding over this song because the, the song happens before they even pull up to the gas. Right. Like, like song is it, it happened... Uh, it's some song that's like a mashup of it's like, like a hip-hop beat. With Mariachi. And like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's like something like that. It sounded all right. I mean, Boo. they they get down to it. They get. I mean, they definitely get down. You don't think they have moves? Come on, man. That that dance off was funny. Weren't you when he said that he was from DC? Weren't you like, yeah? I mean, I noticed early on in the very first scene he had on a Redskins um, jumpsuit or sweatsuit. I was like, oh, cool. He's from DC. Why is this movie not over yet? And like, then the whole like, time, oh I snap! You really are from the projects. <laughs> Great. 
Uh, Great. This was the last note I took. The rest of the movie is uh, is insane. <laughs> okay, so this is where this is the best. This is where I start to love the movie because this is only forty five minutes into the movie. Yo, this is the halfway point, and this is what happens. Orlando Jones, they're having a dance off, and then Eddie Griffin's dancing, and then Orlando Jones gets in the car and drives away, and Eddie Griffin's like, "I'm gonna kill that nigga," because he's like, "Why are you driving away from me again? What is wrong with you?" And Orlando Jones drives to some motel, gets a room. He's still saying that he's, fra- you know. Uh, no, uh, he's not. He didn't say no that he was Freddie Tiffany. That he person dro- is- He dropped, he like dropped the, the, a business card that said Freddie Tiffany. Yeah. Like, think- what, he didn't even try to do it. But at this point, isn't Freddie Tiffany like wanted for murder? But in Mexico. Uh, I, yeah. Oh, that's right, because we're not in Mexico. But they're in Texas. But the thing that doesn't make any sense is they're in Texas. But I guess I guess maybe it does make sense. So even though he's wanted in Mexico, there's a poster in this motel for that same wanted thing. And I guess there's a reward if you bring the him into the Mexican authorities, you'll get this reward. Wait, why was he? Why did he have to go through a checkpoint earlier if he wasn't in Mexico? Well, he tried to get through the checkpoint and then he couldn't. Uh, okay, 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 yeah. And so. Uh, and then he he calls uh he calls the bad guy. He's like, I I am trying to get to Mexico, but I can't. I'm in Texas. I'm at here. And he goes, Okay, don't worry. Just wait there. We'll come. We'll come get you. You know. Uh oh no. And he's like, he goes, Oh, also, also Freddie Tiffany said told me that you are actually working for the the drug cartel and that you're a bad guy. And he's like, Of course I'm working with the drug cartel. I'm CIA. This is what we do. I'm sitting with, I'm standing here with a bunch of dudes who are packing cocaine into a plane right now. I'm gonna bust them. Like this is what I do. Like I'm covert. Freddie Tiffany is crazy. He was, and he's like, he said he was. Yeah, I knew he was crazy. He said he he was with the FBI. He was like, he was kicked out of the bureau two years ago. And he was like, wait, he was with the FBI. He was like, yeah, and he left because of fifty, like a fifty-one fifty. He's like, he went crazy. He killed the governor. He's wanted, you know? And so you're like, oh, okay, I guess he... You're, and then you're like, oh, I don't know. Who is Eddie Griffin? Is he good or is he bad? Whatever. Off, we knew he was good. Okay, but I'm just saying, you don't know, though. You, you know what I'm like, saying? You don't know. And that Orlando Jones definitely doesn't know. And so he goes, okay. And then he hangs up the phone. And then Eddie Griffin finds him. And, Eddie, and, he, and he's, like, he's like, man, you got to stop running away from me. Here, look at this. You see this? This is a, <laughs> this is a tracker. He goes, oh, yeah, that's a tracker. He's like, how do you think I've been finding you? What is this? A pager. Not a pager. Like, you know, this is where I was, like, tracking your location. And he goes, you see this dog? This dog is the, whole, is the key to this whole operation. The <laughs> uh, whole time he's yelling at no. him, the dog is also yelling at him. And it's so funny. Like, the dog is barking. <laughs> Cooperating every statement that he says. The dog barks. It's so funny. And then he goes, and then he goes. And then, uh, and then the guy called uh, the cop. No, no, the cops saw Eddie Griffin, so they're like, "We saw this dude." So they call a bunch of cops. Then you have the owner of the motel coming around the back because he's trying to get Orlando Jones because he thinks he's Eddie Griffin and he wants to take him in for the reward. And then, of course, uh. a Pepsi truck comes. Up. <laughs> My favorite, and I remember this from watching this as a uh, when I was younger. Where Eddie Griffin's looking out the window, he's like, "Oh no, not Pepsi! Oh no, oh, mother's cookies! Oh my God, they got mother's cookies!" And 
goddamn Fiji water. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I've ran out of articles to read about Atlanta. <laughs> I've read three so far. <laughs> Doing this podcast. Yo, none of you laugh when he's... <laughs> Bruh, I honestly, I don't remember that either. Like, I... This movie... All right, you didn't watch this movie. I definitely did. I remember <laughs> I remember, I remember. there's a shootout happened. I remember, like... I remember they tried to give Eddie Griffin, like, the cool marksman moment of, like, him driving in the car and him shooting, like, the big... Ostrich. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, this is supposed to be cool. But I'm like, that shot didn't look cool. <laughs> like, him driving... Nah, he was with, pretty... Nah, nah, for real. For real. Eddie Bruh. Griffin was pretty cool in the last like, I 10, think I agree. Bruh, he, last he 10, was 15 minutes cool. of the movie. <laughs> Bruh. I, he was pretty cool. Also, there was a part where Eddie where Eddie Griffin's saying all this stuff and he has a gun and Orlando Jones just like, grabs the gun and like slides off the top part of the gun and just throws it away. <laughs> and Eddie Griffin's like, all right. <laughs> and then he goes, All right, this is why I got I gotta call I gotta call a strike team. And then he like breaks out like I can't. What is? He has a pen that apparently can call a strike team, but for some reason, it's in a case of like fifty pens that he just drops all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts clicking all these pens. He's like, "What are these goddamn pens?" Calls a strike team. Orlando Jones is like, "All right, I'm out." You and know what? You saying that? I know what I don't like about this movie. What? And it's something I brought up. Now I'm talking about Beverly Hills Cop. I know exactly what I don't like about this movie. I don't like. And I think the same with improv. Yeah. I don't like a person who's supposed to be skilled at a thing, but is bad that bad at the thing. Like, no, that's the biggest problem. That's like, the biggest for, problem of this movie is that he's not. He's actually he's not, not good. It's like, to and me, then it's like, when he's cool, you don't believe that he's cool because he's been such a buffoon the whole movie. It's like it's uh, again, anyway. Keep going. <laughs> it's, no, but I'm saying it's hard for me to invest. Literally, I remember. I remember us talking about Beverly Hills Cop, and I was like, the one thing I liked about it is that Eddie is mad funny. Eddie is crazy, but when it comes down to be a cop, Eddie is a fucking good cop. And it's the same thing with Bad Boys. Like, Martin's character is, like, scared half the time. He's very whiny. But when it comes down to taking the shot, he can take the shot. You know, like, he can do the thing. Whereas there's no point. Again, I know y'all saying, like, first off, that's not even the final shootout. But when they're leaving, like, that restaurant or whatever or the gas station, it's, like, it's a huge shootout. And I still don't think Eddie's good. Like, when he takes that shot, again, like, he's shooting straight ahead, like, towards the lens to have that cool through-the-window moment. But I'm like, I don't know what he's shooting at until you see him, like... I, I don't think he was skilled at any point. It almost felt like he... It almost felt like watching uh He's Get pretty Smart. skilled in the... He's, but the thing is, he's still... That's the other problem, because, like, it's like he doesn't even start to seem skilled until they have the upper hand in that last uh, scene. Like, everything leading up to that, it's like his only skills are that he's popping up at inopportune times... But, um, yeah, but even and that, like, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, well no. To me, it's like when they pop up and they like explain, explain like he was a thinking ahead of him, thinking ahead of everybody the entire time. It felt so like, it felt so unearned. It was like at no point, and I and I totally get like, yeah, he's supposed to be smart and everybody like he, he had this plan, but at no point do we see hints of the plan. Like, friends, if you watch some of these movies, like if you watch Ocean's Eleven, right? You watch Ocean's Eleven, and when you get to the end. They do the thing of, oh, you didn't realize that when they were doing this, this, and this, it was really that thing. But we saw them doing I mean, the, the Easter egg that you saw. You could track it. At no point could I track that he was smart. There are two or three moments where Eddie Griffin bumps 
where he bumps in Orlando Jones or like a couple moments where that happens. And like, I didn't realize until just now, like, oh, he must have been, that was when he was like putting a tracker on and that was when he was doing this and that was when he was doing that. But like, they only have a couple of moments of that and then it's like he just appears places. But then I don't even think it's Eddie Griffin who has the plan. I think the plan is actually orchestrated by the team. Like Vivica Fox might have even been the actual lead of the team. Like it like it it might not even be, you know, it might not even be Eddie Griffin who is the mastermind behind it. Like I feel like the only times we really see him being good at it. It's like in the big shootout at the very end, like he's a good marksman and he's ready and he's sort of like on top of it. And like, that's the only time. And so all these other times, it's just silly. Like, and that's well, very frustrating. The, the other thing, the, the thing I will say that, I mean, this is when it starts to get convoluted is because in this scene too, right before the shootout, he's like, oh, what? I bet he told, he told you I'm a 5150. Well, like, you know, I am on my own. He's like, I'm rogue, but only because I was set up by him like i'm and orlando joe's like oh so you kills you people think you killed somebody but you're actually innocent he's like yes exactly i'm like you and orlando jones is like not buying it for whatever reason but the idea is like he's rogue but then later on it i like is he like i don't know if that's ever actually explained right. because what happens <laughs> so let's finish this so then what happens next is that they both get out Orlando Jones is captured by this white dude. And the white dude brings him to like this uh, Mexican jail police, you know, police station. I loved this dude who played the the chief, like the Mexican police guy. Uh, uh, uh. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, actually. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was so funny. I mean, and they're just like all like, like, you know, it's one of those classic like comedy scenes where like everyone's laughing. And then he's like, well, what are you guys laughing at? Oh, we're all gonna get promotions, and then this whole like crazy scene where he's like, "No, I'm actually not who you think I am. Here's my ID." And then they're like, they turn to the white guy, and the white guy's like, "No, I swear that's him." And then they're like, "Oh, somebody's here to see you. Okay, we'll get to the bottom of this." And this is when what was the point of that? What was the point of her coming in? Like, what was she supposed to be doing? Well, she was she was saying that he is Freddie Tiffany, so that. Uh, they kept him in the jail. I actually don't know. I was like, I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, whole it doesn't make all. sense. Like, it's like either she's doing that because, uh, she's still trying to keep her cover with, um, you know, she's trying to keep her double cover. Um, so like she's going in and saying that he's Fred Tiffany at the order of uh the gov, not the governor, but the you know the bad the big bads because she's the girlfriend of the drug cartel guy yes and right she, and she's pretending that he's freddie tiffany so that they keep him in the jail yeah but then the other guy shows up uh the agent from the cia mm -hmm. and then when that's happening he's like oh thank god oh Mc mcready is here and and then when that's happening, he's like, he looks at McGreedy. Oh, no. He looks outside because Eddie Griffin explains to him in the whole thing. He's like, oh, I would have happened. I bet they like you were going to get shot. You were going to get killed. And then they shot somebody. That's an old move. It's called the double take. You know, he explains mm. to him what the double take is. And so then like we hear Eddie Griffin's voice again as we like he looks outside. <laughs> 
for whatever reason, they decided to bring the guy who faked his own death to mm. this jail. Everybody is so sloppy. <laughs> Why? Bruh. Every single operation is so sloppy. It doesn't make sense. Like, so, he, so all he does is just look outside, sees that guy there with the other CIA agent, and he hears like double take. And then he then he looks at McGreedy's leg. He sees like a dog, uh, a dog bite. And then he hears Eddie Griffin be, being like, "The dog is the key to this whole operation." And then uh, I feel like there's one other thing he sees. Uh, and then he's like, oh, shoot. Eddie Griffin was right. I got to get I'm out sorry, of here. I'm sorry. I'm just still he mad about the out. dude that they brought. Because uh, look, because, wait, because hear me out. Eddie he Griffin, wouldn't even really know what that guy looked like. He wouldn't even really know what that guy looked like if he didn't show him the picture in that scene. Like, okay, I'm sorry. And so... <laughs> Honestly. And so what happens is, Betty, <laughs> wait, but this is the best part. It's like, okay, cool. So, like, another twist happens where you're like, no, McReady really is bad. And so, so that happens. That's not a twist, John. Whatever. But it's like, that was obvious the entire movie. I know, but it, you know. And then, <laughs> and then you find out, like, <laughs> these other guys, the other guys who they, he thought was the drug agents were actually the FBI agents, which you knew. And then you knew that already. And then, and then Eddie Griffin's like, "Yeah, I work with them. All right, you're all good." And then, literally at that exact moment, the black FBI agent turns to the white one and shoots him in the head, right, and I then drives away. And you're like, "What the flip?" Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one. Coming. And so, and then Eddie Griffin's like, "Oh man, like that was a good dude," and he has the dog with him, and he's like, "We got to go get that dog because the dog's the key to the whole operation." And you realize that the woman is working double cover and she's Eddie Griffin's partner. And then they just then they just drive up to the cartel house. And that's the, and that's the girl who he was dating the whole time, right? That's fancy. No, I mean I no. knew the, I knew the Spanish woman was clearly somebody. Yeah. But wasn't fancy a spy or something as well? No, no, no. She was just they just took her there. For like leverage, I think they were like, "You're doing the right thing." We don't really know what the exact reason they gave her for going to Mexico, but like, they had her there for leverage. But then we get into the room, yeah. And, and like, she also thought, like, she still thinks that everything's fine. Not everything's fine, but right. that like she's there under protection. Like she doesn't know from that the CIA everything's yeah. happening. Yeah. And so then we get to this big the the room where it's like revealed who all the big bads are, and it's. The drug cartel guy and the CIA agents and the <laughs> and Orlando Jones's bosses. I knew there. that. I knew that. I knew that. Rush Hour taught us. But it doesn't make sense because the uh, the FB the other FBI agents or that were that were like pretended to be NYPD agents who one of them was <laughs> one of them was a part of the the bad Team, but the other one was like just a real co- like what like why did why Wait, was there favorite, a whole my favorite is okay <laughs> my favorite is like let's just lay this all out on the line let, let you, you and then because then when we're in there and then eddie griffin like shows up or first orlando jones they again they fake it that like orlando jones is eddie griffin they're bringing him up and they finally bring him up and they're like they're like huh you forgot about me freddie and then orlando jones turns around and they're all surprised 
And then Eddie, then Eddie Griffin like points the gun at that guy's head, and he's like, "No, I didn't. I'm right here." And then Orlando Jones like knocks somebody out, grabs a gun, and so does the partner. And so like they're all like pointing gut. Like somehow they got the upper hand on everybody in the room. And the CIA agent is like, "All right, all right, dude, just call your men in here and like let's get this over with." And the, he's like, "Actually, no." I knew that my girlfriend was FBI the whole time. All my assets got frozen in America. So, so I actually sent that $106 million on purpose to get this whole thing started. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> what? And so, so, like, so here's, the uh, play, here's all the players. You have the drug cartel guy who's actually working for the FBI. You have the girlfriend of the drug cartel who people think is just the girlfriend, but she's also working for the FBI. Then you have CIA agents who, who are working with the drug cartel guy, but they don't know the drug cartel guy is working with the FBI, but they pretend to be good guys for the CIA. Then you have two dudes from the FBI who pretend to be NYPD, but they're actually working for the FBI, no. and one but of them is actually working for the drug cartel. That, there is literally a scene... Between those three, where who is playing who? Like it's literally like they just it's it's it, it's like if someone decided to do an improv set in their bedroom by themselves. <laughs> like like it's like what like literally why did that scene even happen between them? Like why like, is it in the movie? <laughs> you mean why when they're like the when they're like. Oh, I believed you. You were playing on NYPD. Yes, why was that scene? Why was that scene in the movie? It was in the movie to confuse it you. Make sense. It's in the movie to confuse you so you don't know exactly what's happening. To confuse the audience, but oh, okay, okay, all right. I'm sorry. And then so... Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin is pretending to be uh just a street guy, but then he then he's like, "Oh, I'm actually working for the FBI," but then you find out no, he actually got kicked out of the FBI, and then you find out no, he, it's actually just a cover that he got kicked out of the FBI and his partner is in cahoots with the guy who the girlfriend who's with the cartel and then this whole shootout happens and the cartel's men just start shooting everyone because the guy that cartel guy gets killed and his eye gets popped out and rolls on the floor which i remember distinctly from watching this movie the first time and um the dog bites everybody and then um eddie griffin uh you know he hits a sprinkler for whatever reason this house this mansion has a <laughs> sprinkler system. <laughs> and he shoots that and then he slides on the water and kills everybody <laughs> sliding on the water. And then he does this thing where he like sh- empties his clip. And then when he does, he just like drops the gun in slow motion. You remember that, James? Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> And then he also It made no sense. It wasn't even the last person, right? It wasn't even the last person no, for him to the shoot, last but person he does the big is slow McReady, motion drop like who's like the... uh, Orlando oh, Jones God. like shoots at McReady the the like his entire clip and he misses and McReady's like, "Huh. Wow, you 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 suck. You miss." He's like, "Now watch a real shooter work." And then Mc, and then the dog, it's the the dog bites him. And then he falls down the stairs and shoots himself. Why was the dog important again? Did we ever figure out what uh, the dog? The bite mark. Because of the bite, the dog bite. Oh. They could trace it back to the dog. That was one of the clearest things of the movie. <laughs> Once they established that, it was like, oh, I get it. 
and uh, and then uh, and then everybody died. So then they were all fine. And everybody go was to the dead. Beach. He presses the button. And they go to the beach. He presses the button. He's like, "Oh right, strike team will assemble in thirty seconds or less." And then a strike team assembles, and they're like, "No, you're you're good, guys." And then he gives one of the the Navy SEALs a a cocktail, and that's eighty eight minutes. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle. Like... Cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple and grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. So, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order, and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, they're 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. Can I, can I talk to the people at home real quick? I mean, you're going to talk to people at home? I'm going to talk to people at home. Well, they're all listening. Um, for everyone listening right now, um, I really, I know we don't talk about TV shows on this podcast, but I really wish everyone just goes home. If you're at home, if you're in your car, take a second, 
to go watch episode six of Atlanta entitled Teddy Perkins. It's no commercial breaks. Probably one of the best pieces of cinema. Not cinema, I guess it's television I've ever seen in my life. And I'm saying that because for the length of this podcast, I felt my soul be dragged out of me. Because John and James, again, I like bad movies. I like movies that people think are universally bad. But I think to have to have watched this after watching that episode of Atlanta, I just was watching it and being like, why am I doing it? It made me question. It's like, why am I doing this? I just watched something that might be one of the best things I've ever watched in my life. And now I'm looking at this and I'm like, maybe it was maybe 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 double take is good. And I just happened to watch it after something that was superior in every way, shape, and form to it. And it's like it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Like, is this movie double take? Yeah, you guys seem to like it. You did. Again, I watched this movie, and the reason I was so quiet is like, I don't know. I, my mind blacked it out. And even as we're doing this podcast, I kept thinking about Atlanta. So I want people at home to please go watch Atlanta. You don't need to see episodes one through five of season two to understand episode six. This is his own thing. So watch it. Oh, yeah. You don't need it. Yeah, you Atlanta don't. does not follow any yeah. narrative. So you don't need to watch anything. You could just start with episode six if you want I'm saying watch episode six, Teddy Perkins, written by Donald Glover. Watch it. I don't even I don't even know. Guys, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I wish I wish I could I wish I hated this movie enough to talk about it. <laughs> like I don't even the thing is I, I don't even hate it. I don't hate it. It's just like okay, this exists in the world. And but the thing is, it doesn't make okay. That's that's all I I'm sorry, that's all I got. I got I wish I I wish I hated it. I don't have any emotion, it's just nothing. I even took my hat off because I started sweating. I mean, because it was so funny. No. The thing is that's so crazy is that I didn't laugh. Even even the part of, remember, you ain't keeping it real. I was like, ha, I remember that when I was a kid. I did not laugh at one point in this movie. Like, not even a little bit. Remember when he was like. You know what part got me? You know what part got me? Uh, he's like, he's like, uh, fat person want to be skinny. Midget want to be tall. You want to be white. I didn't laugh at the other ones, but then when he said you want to be white, I laughed so hard. Uh, James? I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. You want to be white. It was so Also, oh, 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 oh we skipped over this part oh. where Eddie Griffin Stop Eddie Griffin's this. going going to Mexico and he's in the car with the dog and he's like he's like, "All right, here we go. Say that in, say that in Mexican." And the dog's like, <laughs> the, his but, relationship with the dog had me. It was so funny. And they then were he's like, like this. You know, he's like, we're cruising. Wait, wait. We're cruising. And the, <laughs> and the entire car sinks in. And he gets up. And the dog's like, he's like, I got you. I got you. Okay, here we go. And then all the, all the people who are crossing the border are like, no, this way, America. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he's like, no. Wait, wait. When he first, when Orlando uh, Jones first starts talking black, and he's like, "What it is, Jive Turkey?" And then Eddie Griffin's like, Eddie Griffin's like, "What's the last movie you saw? Car Wash?" And then he goes, "Kiss my ass." Car Wash was a good. Car movie. Was a good movie. <laughs> Car Wash was a good. Oh man, the late '90s, early 2000s. What a time. Oh my god. What a freaking time that oh. was. Oh. What if there's not gonna be any Rodney Kings going on? <laughs> what was the- 
Oh, oh man. You know what? <laughs> this is and why be shooting forty one times? This is what it feels like to be broken. This is. This wait when he wait when uh, he stop this when uh, when this, Orlando uh, Jones dissembled the gun he was like that's all right I'll throw a bullet at you <laughs> yeah, that's, you're right that's what he said oh I was very I was trying to remember that line because it was so funny uh, oh, throw, I'll throw good. a bullet that at was you. really good uh, did y'all guys know that in issue number thirty seven uh, on page four of the Hancock Chronicles um, Willow appears. No, no, because because wait, no, because no. Listen, it's is is issue number thirty seven, Hancock Chronicles. Okay, and this is it. This one particularly, it follows uh, the dog, the bulldog from Roman J. Israel. So it follows the bulldog from Roman J. Israel. What? It becomes sentient and it like can move around. And then Willow, who who played Dolores in this movie, um, shows up in it. She shows up in it. And they have like who's Dolores? The dog, uh, the dog, the, the the dog. Are you oh. making a dog connection right now? No, cause see, yeah, cause no, I'm not making a dog connection. They made it, you know, cause they they this is clearly inspired by, like it's inspired by this movie called Across the Bridge that came out in the '50s, and then they also took a little bit of the Hancock Chronicles, wrote it into that. All right, James, can we stop? It's no, pretty no. fantastic. Okay. No, it's like a pretty. This it's a pretty it. like sort yeah. of. Okay. It's a pretty. Fantastic! This is hurting uh, me. Illusion that it made. This is hurting me. It's really, it's really great. Uh, there's also one other line where Freddie Tiffany, where there's a vulture. Why are we still? And he's like, wait. (laughs) And he says, he says, "How's your mama?" You know, we went out. He says that to a bird. (laughs) He says yes. Okay, wait. There's one more thing. Okay, wait. Oh my god! He says it to a bird. He How's thinks there's mind? an actual difference between Freddie Tiffany and Fred Tiffany. The the <laughs> the level to which he is upset that he doesn't get his name right after he tells him <laughs> that it's Fred Tiffany <laughs> versus Freddie Tiffany. <laughs> I told you my name is Fred Tiffany, not Freddie. Oh, it's the same name. Uh, that's good. All right, it's issue number thirty-seven. All right, all right it's man. time uh, time Jeez. for the cause. Christmas we rate rate and review films not based on how much we like them. Did Nick even come? Where? how much we oh. help the cause Fuck, of Nick more... left midway through this damn podcast? <laughs> he, did, he really did. How uh, much uh, this film supported the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood? If we feel like it supported the cause, we give it a black fist. If we feel like it kind of supported the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like Man, this didn't support the cause. We don't give it anything. You guys ready for this? No. On the count of three, we're going to throw up. I'm going to close my hands. eyes for this. On the count of three. One. Uh. Two. Uh. Three. Oh, come on. <laughs> I haven't done this in a very long time. <laughs> I haven't done that in a very long time. That doesn't time. make any sense. I haven't done it. In a very... James, what you do? I gave it a fist. I gave it a fist, too. I gave it nothing. <laughs> Gerard, get out of town. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll go first. Go uh, ahead. Uh, I I don't like I don't I don't like critiquing people's performances. I don't. Cause I don't I don't think that's nice to do. 
So I will say, I don't like this movie in any way. Like I, I think it was maybe one song that appeared in the movie. I was like, oh man, I forgot this song came out at this time. I I didn't like the plot. Honestly, I really wanted to cut this movie off very early on. It did not get better. I did not like Eddie Griffin's character. Not saying like him, but I don't like I don't like people who I don't like buffoons really. Like I don't unless like someone else is gonna be good at it. Like I even think about Austin Powers and like I like Austin Powers, but Austin Powers is a bad spy. But Austin Powers always has somebody next to him who is good at it. It's like no one was good at a thing, man. It was like everybody was fucking idiots. I hate fucking idiots. Literally idiotic everybody. Movies. Like it's so dumb. It was so fucking pointless. I was like, this is a waste of my goddamn time, man. It's like I'm looking at it like I can't even feel like I like Orlando Jones. I'm like, this dude's a fucking idiot and an asshole. And like he doesn't redeem himself without being a fucking dick the whole time. And like he looks down on black people. And, like he doesn't, I feel like at no point did he realize that, like, oh yeah. And Eddie Griffin tries to point it out. Yeah, you thought that you got the respect from you being like smart. No, you got it from being in the suit. Everybody still sees you as a nigga. I'm like, cool. Great lesson. So hopefully by the end of this movie, we're going to realize that, all right, Orlando Jones thinks he's better than other black people because he's smart and went to fucking Harvard or some bullshit. Hopefully by the end of it, he's going to realize that, you know, that's not the case. He fucking doesn't. He doesn't. He still makes fun of Eddie Griffin. He still doesn't believe in him. He still doesn't fucking really trust this dude. And Eddie Griffin at the, at the end of the movie, yeah, I guess he had this plan, but I'm not even sure it was his fucking plan because he's still a fucking idiot at the end of this goddamn movie. And I wasted 80-something fucking minutes of my life. I wasted it. I didn't fucking laugh. I could have watched Atlanta for a fucking third time and had a better time watching that shit than this idiotic piece of trash. It was like, not only that, Eddie Griffin is a fucking great stand-up. I used to watch Malcolm and Eddie. I thought he was so fucking funny. And watching this, I was like, you're fucking annoying. You're so <laughs> damn annoying. Shut the fuck up, you and your goddamn dog. Get the fuck out of here. I'm believing you're going to talk to this dog? I'm going to believe that you're a mastermind of something in this goddamn movie? You have Vivica Fox, who is Vivica Fox at this point. She's not some random-ass actress at this point in this movie. True. And you had her in here for what? And the mere fact that the thought that Vivica Fox had to do this fucking movie shows you that black actresses don't get shit. The fact that she took this piece of shit role for no reason in a piece of shit movie, and she's Vivica fucking Fox. This, this, is, this is Vivica Fox after Independence Day. This right. is Deliver Us From Evil, Vivica. Like, we, we've seen Vivica Fox in Vivica Foxiness, and she's in this movie for fucking 10 minutes, and not even a fun cameo. Not even one where you're like, oh shit, remember Vivica Fox did that fun thing in a movie? No. No. She probably did this because she needed a job because Hollywood won't give good jobs to black women. And I'm looking at Fancy. And the mere fact that Fancy, at this point, I believe she was in or maybe about to get um, Jamie Foxx showing. I'm like, yeah, man, cool. She was eye candy in oh, this. Oh, yeah, she's, she's been doing that. Yeah, like, cool, eye candy. Great. Cool. cool. Like, what did her part serve in this movie? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, these fucking twists nonstop. Yeah, these twists we saw coming from the fucking first 10 minutes of the movie. What the fuck was the point of this movie? What was it? The poster's dumb as shit. Like, literally, this movie was a waste of my time. I'm mad that you guys, I am so mad you guys enjoyed this movie. I am so utterly pissed that you guys enjoyed this movie. I, I don't get it. I don't, even after listening to you guys, I don't get it. Because you guys, you would make, John, you out of everybody, you would have made fun of, I don't, you would have made fun of this movie and I don't understand why you didn't. Like, if James was to say, like, if this was fucking Jurassic World mm -hmm. 
and some of these same lines from Jurassic World, you would have made fun of it, and we would have made fun of James. It would have been a fun Why thing. Why you got to bring up Jurassic? See, I don't just see. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. No, hear me no, out. I'm, just... I'm not going to hear you out. <laughs> oh, Jurassic okay. World is a good movie. Okay, okay. It has whatever. a 77% of tomatoes. My point is, it's it got be... a 77% of random. You ain't representing. <laughs> Stop it. You ain't keeping Stop it real. Stop it. I don't. I don't get why you fucking like this movie, John. I feel betrayed by you in particular. I feel okay. betrayed. I but feel lied to. I listen to you for an hour and 20 minutes talking about why you like it, and I still don't believe you. Because I don't believe you think this movie's funny. I don't believe James thinks this movie's funny. I don't believe. I feel like y'all doing this to fuck with me. Two fists? Y'all gave this movie two fists? <laughs> I don't fucking believe you, bro. I don't, I don't believe you. I feel like y'all doing this shit to piss me off. Like, okay, wait, hold up. Nick right, is not in the room, right. right? You said Nick no, is not Nick in the room. No, Nick fucking came back. No, he's here. Nick went to go okay, watch Nick, the Atlanta Nick, episode. Uh, Nick, Nick's you got late. a time code. You got a time code to this part when you release this episode. <laughs> okay, you got a time code to just this part. This needs to be the beginning. Everyone needs to hear this part. <laughs> no, man, I don't <laughs> fucking get it. I do. I honestly, Nick, I swear, I, don't play I, the rest no, of it. Just no. Hear me out. I'm gonna. I mean, let y'all speak. But I feel like for real. All jokes aside, right, he's fellow I feel, I feel like y'all been trolling me, bro. I feel like this is. I feel like I don't, John. I don't believe you like this movie, dude. There's no fucking way because because John has been on this podcast and said things like, "I hate when they do like the thing with the black dude being corny and he acts white," and that's what the fucking jux of this movie. How you said that you hate that. Right, but I th- he does it in the first five minutes, John. I know, but I think they subverted it later because then he's like not he 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 shows that like you know. He, Eddie Griffin says that thing and he, you know, he's like, oh, this dude's racist. And he's like, you're kind of right. And, and like, and then later on, Lies. we realize Lies. that Eddie Griffin is from Malibu. James the third, you swindled because you said the same shit on Beverly Hills Cop and other things where you're like, oh yeah, I like that he's good at his job. Eddie Griffin's not good at his job. I don't believe y'all I like this movie, sw- bro. Hey, hold up. Don't tell me I've been swindled. I've been saying that's no, the no. worst part you of the movie swindled the whole me. time. You swindled me because oh. you have said before that you don't like like when people are dumb as shit, like and not good at stuff. But this dude is dumb as fuck the entire movie, and you're telling me I you know, like it. But he's playing. I'm, but though. I'm saying what I'm saying is, <laughs> you guys are liars. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't believe you. you t- I don't. Right, I don't buy right. this. Okay. No, don't just all right like... me. <laughs> no, you've been talking about twenty minutes <laughs> because I listen to y'all talk for an hour about, and twenty about... minutes without me saying nothing. I don't believe y'all, motherfuckers. I don't believe it. Whatever. Say whatever. I don't even care. Uh, I don't even care. Nick, did you go watch it later? I yet? gave this a fist <laughs> because uh it's the only movie starring Orlando Jones. So what? And and it's another movie with Eddie Griffin and Eddie Griffin like, you know, he he only had a short period of time, but this was a part of it and it was like showing the world like we got funny black people and they can lead movies too. The other like it's a comedy. It's an action comedy. It's silly. It's not supposed to make sense. It's dumb. Hey, hey, remember he said that. We're going to watch something else, and you're going to be like, this movie's too dumb, and I'll be like... Listen, this is why I liked Baywatch, too, and like people didn't like that. I like, did like Baywatch. I did it's like just Baywatch. Like, it's just a silly movie. Like it, You're not supposed to take it that seriously. Like uh, you know, yeah, it has a lot of logic. The reason that, to me, it's different than like a movie like Jurassic World is because... You know, Jurassic World is like, it's hey, supposed to hey, be scary. Hey, hey. <laughs> but it's not. We don't have to do this right now. All right, okay. fine. Uh, and the reason I, the real reason I gave it a fist is just because, you know, 
even though Orlando Jones' career didn't like explode after this, you know, you got a lot of moving. you got a lot of black people in it. And yes, it's true. Vivica A. Fox deserves better than these roles. But you know, she here. You know, you got black women here. You you got two black women in a movie. That's rare. <laughs> and true, they're 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 you know kind of reduced to the 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 shadows, if you will, because Vivica Fox, even though she's not the girlfriend, she plays like a secretary, even though she was actually undercover, even though that doesn't make any sense that she was undercover. Uh, but like she was, and like she helped save the day at the end, except no, she doesn't really. She just shows up, but whatever. And, um, you know, you got three women in this and they're all women of color. So that's kind of cool. Do they talk to each other? <sighs> no. Do they do anything? No, it doesn't definitely doesn't pack. Yeah, I watched that Drake video though. That new Drake video. Okay, but then but then you know you know you got the you got the two leads are black, and then you got the black FBI agents, and then you got like a you know, a lot of you know There's a black FBI there's a black FBI agent. Does he actually talk? Yeah, he's remember he he says like What do you say? Uh I got something more. She's bad. And then she, he also has that line. Don't he get shooting the head? Yeah, he gets shot. Okay. Hey, Y'all should watch that new Drake video because he like honors women of color in it. And then, uh, you know, it's 2018. This is 2001, man. Come on. Uh, <laughs> how long were we supposed to be honoring women? No, I'm just kidding. Yo, I'm just saying like this. Uh, you know, it's it's not a great movie. It's not a near perfect movie, but it's fun. So I gave it a fist. Why are you smiling? Yo, you're making me so mad. <laughs> I mean, I, I so gave mad. it a fist. I gave so this mad. movie a fist because of the cast of this movie. Okay? You were trying to think of a laugh. Huh? What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. And in 1999, oh, when the commercials for this movie came out, I saw somebody who I had been laughing at in TV commercials for months starring in a movie with a comedian who I respected and admired, and it made me go, I want to do that shit. Me too? Wait. That's why wait. Hold, hold, I gave this wait. movie a wait. fist. Wait. Now, you hold I on will right say- now. You hold on right I now. I will say- Okay, go ahead. What this movie inspired you to do comedy? No, this- I'm saying I was inspired by Orlando Jones, <clears throat> and I was inspired by the journey that he went on. Now, I will say this though: I, I do have to, I do have to say, because I can't be over here talking shit and not living up to stuff that I've said. I did give, I think I gave Beverly Hills Cop a palm. Maybe I think I did, shit. and I think I, and I think I gave it a palm because. I said that I think that people keep trying to make this movie and they keep making it poorly. They don't do it as well, right? Um, uh, and that's true. That's that's real. But I also think that I have a different understanding of the cause today than I did when we first recorded Beverly Hills Cop. Like, that movie meant a lot to black people. It meant a lot to me anyway, <laughs> like seeing him do this. And I think that we need, to, we need movies to be made with black people in the lead. I would even argue, I would even argue that uh, Orlando Jones doesn't look down on black people. He looks down on Eddie Griffin. You know what I mean? Like he, right. he, and, and, and 
maybe the movie could have been better and it could have been smarter about that stuff. I don't think it is very nuanced when it comes to that particular dynamic. I think it could be smarter. But, like, you know, movies like this, getting made, people seeing black people in leads, like, we just need more of them. We need more of them. So also, I like, at that, the fact that, like, I mean, how many times do you see movies where a black person's job is, like, an investment Wall Street banker? My, you know what you, I mean? I just, I just want to... And, wanna, like, everybody, <laughs> you know? I want to establish one thing. That James gave... Uh, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. And how are you going to bring up Purple Rain when I literally just... <laughs> yeah, Purple Rain. Purple Rain don't got shit pump. to do with this. Purple Rain don't got shit to do with this. Prince is not an actor. I will stand by my palm for Purple Rain until I die. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> that shit does not deserve a black fist. He is not an actor. This is about black actors in Hollywood. The end of our theme song is black actors. We, we take that. We take that from Dave Chappelle. Fuck that shit. Purple Rain deserves a white palm. And 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 I don't get, come hey, at hey, me. I don't hey, give a fuck. Hey, I want hey. I want more hate on Twitter. <laughs> fuck this. Shit. This is I'm I'm pissed. I am pissed at the hate that I get for this. We are a black actors podcast. Motherfuck Prince acting in a movie. He is not an actor. Hey, just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, James. Just so you know, I now feel better about this review. <laughs> Honestly, I've hated. All how long have we been recording this? <laughs> I've hated all hour and oh my god, I'm two. dying. I hate it. I've hated. We reviewed this motherfucking movie for two hours. Wait, that's obscene. That's <laughs> we need to stop. We need to stop hold right on, now. On. Is that time right? That's obscene. Give or take. Give or take. Has it been close to two hours? One forty. One forty. This movie is eighty-eight minutes long. We need to stop talking. <laughs> Wow, but we honestly, legit need to stop talking right now. Honestly, this all was worth what just happened. This was totally worth what just happened. I can't honestly thank you for people. If you listen to this all the way through, I can't believe it. You deserve a medal. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> so that wrong. was honestly that was worth it. Um, that was amazing. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please rate and review us on uh, iTunes. Give us five stars. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blackman Podcast uh, uh, and blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, check that out. You can follow me personally at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K on Twitter and Instagram. You guys? James, you want to go? You can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy dot com. Third is 3RD. Yeah, man, you can follow me at Drama Mulligan. If you want to talk about um, that Atlanta episode, I'm totally down. <laughs> I'm sick. Like the thing is, like, I, I, I it sucks because y- y'all know I text y'all like every episode of Atlanta, but that might have been some of the birth, I mean, best television I've ever seen. Yeah, like no, I believe you. It's like <laughs> all right, I've so I have already seen. There are think pieces about it. I've seen them. I have I haven't. I have to watch it. I have to. I have to watch all of it in one sitting. I just don't have. I don't think I have FX. I get I don't that. Think I yeah. have. I have to check though. All right, then it's, Here, it's my fault. I haven't even looked. Here we go. I got some reviews um, coming at you from iTunes. Uh, this is by the Ulti Scanner. Uh, the title is "A Wrinkle in Time" episode, y'all. And then it just says, "Church, preach, bless." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank I love you. it. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, this one is by Andrew Borer. 
I hope I'm saying that uh, last name correctly. For people into film and human, and I can't read the rest. Um, great podcast for anyone into film, but also great for people who are like, why don't film reviewers ever talk about Black Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> These fellows uh, view films not in the vacuum of a critique, but as real people asking how any given film helps or hurts representation on the big screen. It's always funny, mostly inspiring, and good for the entertainment industry. Thank you so much. That was such a great review. And then this last one, uh, this one's by Zach5667. Awesome podcast. Uh, I love the podcast. So funny and brings up some awesome things I miss in movies. Also, as a white guy, it's really funny, a really fun way to become more educated on how not to be accidentally racist or just not make black people I interact with uncomfortable. Great podcast. Awesome. Um, all right. Uh, actually don't i forgot our schedule <laughs> i i'm i'm like completely lost but i think this is after i think this is coming after uh like we don't have a we don't know what's next because <laughs> so i think this is coming after everything that we've scheduled to record right i think right because is there a new movie coming out yeah we gotta watch that damn rock movie oh rampage that's right. Ooh, wait, question, question though. Can we do Avengers? <laughs> that's a great wait, yo. That's so that a, might that, be around. Can we do no, no. I thought about that because I mean, from the trailers alone, a lot is in Wakanda. I mean, I don't know, but I it mean, seems it's like a, it. it's definitely a campaign. I mean, like you know, the Iron Man will probably be more at the forefront than anybody, but I think it's going to be all of them. Yeah, it's going to be know? everybody. And so you going to have. I mean, some that's, 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 a, that's I mean, that's a good question, man. You know, I mean, they're mostly white Avengers, but <laughs> I mean, we know, got Wakanda. I mean, you know, Anthony Mackie, Don Cheadle. You know, Wakanda, to, to Wakanda, everybody in Wakanda. So they're all going to be there. Uh, I think what's happening is that, you know, uh, this will probably come out either the 24th or if we review Avengers. When does Avengers come out? Comes out the 24th of um, or wait, 20, comes out the 26th, 26th. Oh, so maybe. Maybe we'll do that now. Yeah, who knows? Hey, hey, we have figured this out. It's women in that movie, too. You know? We Maybe we cheat, you know? Our entire fan base is going to be so mad. Maybe we cheat. Hey, baby, you know? Y'all going to watch it They're going to be so mad, and it's going to get just... It's going to get so many reviews. So many listens. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.